Hi, welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast. This episode is airing on Monday, April 19th, 2021. I'm Sherry from A Quilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And we're both happy to be here and we're happy that you are here as well. Yes. (laughs) Yay. Uh, We're grateful for you either watching on YouTube or listening on one of your favorite podcast platforms. Yeah. We're so so happy you're here. Yes. (laughs) So we have, yeah, let's uh, get into it. Yeah, let's just (laughs) get into it. We have, well, these are so pretty. I have kind of a little theme going on here. Yeah. So I'll explain why. (laughs) So the quilt on the wall is my flowers for Emma pattern. It was originally published in American Patchwork and Quilting with the name Enduring Legacy. And then after the magazine was out of print, I did a, a standalone pattern for it, and I changed its name to Flowers for Emma after my great-great-grandmother, Emma Acelia Wakefield, who was a quilter and who made grandmother's flower garden blocks but never finished them into a quilt before she passed away. Uh, my, my great-aunt, Joanne, who has now since passed away as well, took those blocks and sewed them into a quilt that her family has. And my aunt and I corresponded about that quilt via email. And so I decided that I needed to call this Flowers for Emma. And my friend Val Krieger, who we've mentioned a lot on the podcast, she did the custom quilting on this, and she actually quilted my name, my grandmother's name, Jean, who taught me how to quilt, and her grandmother's name, Emma. So my name and and my grandmother and Emma's names are all in um, some of the border areas of this quilt, just quilted freehand. So that's kind of like the first thing. And then on the <laughs> table, this beautiful cross stitch which is called grandmother's garden stunning yes by katie nolan of count your stitches designs this actually arrived in the mail monday as a gift to me from katie and katie is val's daughter yeah and katie just started a cross stitch pattern company and she has the cutest patterns and i was speechless this she gifted this to me and I, I just couldn't believe it because I have the grandmother's flower garden quilt now that her mom quilted for me and this. Yeah. And I was just really, really excited. And she also included some fun things for Chelsea and her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so I first have to say mom called me and she literally was like out of breath. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Did you go on a five mile run? Like, what is going on? She's like, you... She was so touched by this gift, I could tell. And it was so, so sweet. And she said, Katie sent something for you and your daughter. And uh, if you're on, if you're watching on the YouTube, I'm actually going to get a picture of this and show it. Yeah. Uh, She sent me the sweetest little cross stitch and she coordinated Sincerely Yours colors. Right. I noticed that. uh, Did a little. star with a heart in it. And what's so funny about that, and she sent me the sweetest note. Uh, She said, we must have been channeling our inner, you know, design because 
uh, she didn't know about my good hearted pattern. Right. And, uh, it's like almost the same thing. And so it was so cool. I, when I opened it up, I'm like, I cannot believe she's the sweetest. And I was touched by that. And my daughter is so excited uh, to start learning how to do this. Yeah, she made a whole, uh, a whole kit? kit for Ashton. A whole kit, and Ashton felt so special. So it's just, yeah, really yeah. exciting, and she's so sweet, and yeah. yeah. So, I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. <laughs> you, you'll, we'll put a link to Katie's shop. She has some really adorable, yeah. adorable cross-stitch Yeah, patterns. we'll put a picture up so um, yeah. people can see this a little bit up yeah. more close. So. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and then underneath on the table is my Laguna quilt from uh, Labor of Love. I just it kind of fit the vibe yeah. with the they, it's scrappy. Like I use some of the same scraps in this quilt as I the did the whole thing. It looks so, so seamless. I was everything on to, the table today. Yeah, and then the final thing I just wanted to mention on the table is, and I just put up a video the other day, but um, there are these little quilt hangers that go on the wall called classy clamps and <laughs> I love that. they're super easy to attach to your quilt and then you, they come with a screw that you put in the wall yeah. and you just hang it on the screw and classy clamps classy clamps and so we'll put a link to those I as well that. yeah and you can watch the video so yeah. i think oh did you mention we did a video yeah we just okay. the video yeah. just went up thursday yes. oh cool mm-hmm. so yeah so I think it's so bright and happy today yeah. with everything. Yeah. And we're taping during the day. So we have a little natural light. In yeah. The room, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have uh, the questions primarily came from Chelsea's Instagram again. Live, oh. live stream too. Do you oh want to that? yeah. We do want to mention that. Yeah. I want to mention the start in case people don't finish but today. Don't so, finish. Yeah. yeah. I was going to mention at the end, but I'll, and I'll mention it now too. We are going to be doing the live stream on Saturday, April 24th at noon Pacific time. Yes. And we'll mention that again at the end of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yes, these questions are still primarily from your yeah. Instagram. We had so many. So bank. I'm glad that yeah. we're able to uh, get to all of them. Right. So this is good. Yeah. And I had a few from my... Oh, good. ...that were the same. And so I kind of combined in a okay. couple places. So... Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're so grateful. We had, so. you know, so many questions. Right. And we just want to make sure to everyone that we were getting to everyone's questions. Right. And just appreciate those so much. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with some kind of quick fire answer ones yes. at the beginning. And then the questions that I put at the end are have a little more discussion. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, number one. <laughs> <laughs> what width the binding strips do you use? And I obviously learned this from you. <laughs> so, two and a quarter inch. Right. Uh, and yeah, that works perfect for me. I, mm-hmm. I think your binding video that you and Billy did like six years ago. Uh, I referred to that uh, so many times until now I just, it's ingrained in now my brain. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's up in the old noggin here. So yeah. two and a quarter inches, two and a quarter I think it's perfect. Yeah. I started with two and a half. That's what my grandmother told me, but it was yeah. too wide. I didn't like it. And I, the only thing I do different, if I'm doing a mini quilt, I will generally do two inches. Oh, okay. On those mini quilts, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All Number right. two, do you use a cutting machine or just a rotary cutter and a mat? And for me, it's primarily a rotary cutting cutter and a mat, but I do have an AccuQuilt Go cutter, 
that I use to cut out hexagons, tumblers. Oh, cool. Um, I have quite a few of the dies for specialty shapes, and I feel like I use it for the circles, um, those types of shapes more yeah. than anything else. But other than that, primarily rotary cutter and mat. Same here. And I just, yeah, yeah it's a happy little relationship with the rotary yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I cut so much fabric yesterday I know you know for those yes. project packages and I was just like done by the end of it I'm like oh my goodness like, yeah I might need a new mat actually <laughs> yeah I have more fabric to cut this weekend oh. I had to take a break because bless your soul a lot of work and your back yes. and your feet yeah <laughs> okay so any ideas on how and where to store quilts when they aren't being used uh I actually just pulled a quilt out of the uh, armor cabinet that I just uh -huh. bought. Uh, if you have a cabinet that you can store quilts in, uh, I would say that's a great option because you want to protect those quilts from the sun right? Uh, or in a, in a storage closet. I think, Mom, right. you have a great closet that right. floor to ceiling is stacked with quilts. Right. Um, if I'm not using the quilt on a bed or if there's not one in the basket you know, in my living room, uh, it's in a storage cabinet or a closet. So yeah. it protects it. Um, yeah, I think, you know, if you have those options, those are great options right. to store your quilts. Yeah. Cabinets, closets, yeah. trunks are great. Oh yeah. A trunk is great. Is a great way. Yeah. So, and even the quilts that I have out, I make sure that they're not getting direct sunlight. Right. But like I switch my, like I have a quilt ladder and I switch it out, but right. you just don't want direct sunlight on them all the time. Right. Even when they're out. So also if you have a spare bed, you can stack six or eight quilts on a bed and yeah, it, if someone comes and you know, if it's a spare bedroom, you can move them temporarily when they're there, but yeah. keep, you know, quilts that you really don't want to get wrinkled. That's a great way to. Yeah. To store them and then also storing them on the wall. So yeah. like we do, hanging from a quilt, um, a curtain rod yeah, is a great way to, to store. Yeah. Okay. I love this next question. Yes. <laughs> Number four. We're going to let mom take it away. <laughs> is there a Christmas collection in the future? <laughs> I have to tell you, we've probably been asked this, what, 25 times? So many in times. In the past few months. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the answer. <laughs> we would really, really, really love to do a Christmas collection someday, yeah. and we have ideas. Chelsea and I both have ideas. Yeah. Uh, but it, the the holiday collections uh, with Moda are um, kind of planned out and kind of like an invitation-only type. Yeah, because you don't want it. Yes, that's that. So it's not overly saturated. So it's not overly right. Yeah. So we just hope that someday we will have that opportunity. And yeah, and we'd be be yeah. ready to just take that. Yeah, and, and jump on it. So maybe right. in the future. But we love that question right. because we have talked about doing a Christmas collection for yeah. so long. So yeah, uh, if that's in the future, then great. That would be so much fun. So right. we will keep you updated on that. Yeah, if 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 that comes up, you will all be the first to know. <laughs> to, to make it a Christmas collection, does it have to have Christmas prints on the fabric, or does it just have to be Christmas colors? It could just be Christmas colors, yeah. don't you think? Yep. So it doesn't so, have to have trees and snowmen. Right. And no. Right. I mean, I think of some of jo Joanna Figueroa's fall collections don't have 
pumpkins or black cats. Yeah. Some, you know, April Rosenthal has that great collection that does. Yeah, that is themed, more themed so, for, for yeah, it. Yeah, so I feel like you can do both. You can have yeah a, a Christmas collection that's just red and green, yeah. or it could also have, yeah. I yeah, there's, there's lots both. of options. And sometimes they're mixed in one group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, so the next one... Uh, do you make coordinating pillowcases and pillows for different seasonal quilts on beds? And do you make shams for pillows or just use white pillowcases? So I think both of us have made decorative shams. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my preferred way is to make a decorative sham and use pillowcases that are purchased that just match the bedding and kind of you know, put that pop of quilting in with a sham. Yeah. Occasionally, that's what I prefer. Is that, yeah. Yeah. Especially with the, uh, the heart pillows that, right. you know, I have a tutorial Billy and I did on the heart pillow. Right. Um, and then I'll just buy like a white or cream, you know, pillowcase that will match the bed as well. Right. But yeah, I mean, I do actually, I love this question uh-huh. because I want to do more coordinating, like, pillows like square pillows and things to you know go on the beds uh you've given me some that I love and Mm -hmm. so I hope to make more of those my girls love them yeah I love the pillowcases that I've you know the the ones that I've made them yeah and I do love making pillowcases with uh, the American patchwork and quilting million pillowcase challenge method that's a great way to make pillowcases and I have made them with fabrics. It just seems like so much easier and more fun to do a quilted sham instead yeah. of just the pillowcase with yeah. the fabric. But I, I, same here. I love, you know, the look and feel of just a quilted one. I think yeah. it's so pretty. Like, yeah. yeah. I but love I've, that texture. Yeah. And I've made the kids like flannel pillowcases yes. for Christmas. Yeah. And, so. and they love those. Yeah. They love those so much. Yeah. They actually have some that grandma sent them for Christmas, though. Oh, that's right. uh, With unicorns on them. So they are like, you cannot take these off the bed. And they don't even match the quilts at all that I put on for spring. But I'm just like, they love it. So it's totally fine. Oh, that's fun. So, okay. Yeah, that was a great question. Yeah. So now we have three questions that kind of all revolve around pattern and fabric design. Yeah, I love the design questions. Yeah. I yeah, I love that we keep getting those. So, do you do you want yeah, to let take me go the on, first yeah, one? Let me go into this okay. first one. There's 3 of them, but right. we'll just start. We'll just do them one by one. Okay. Okay. And this one kind of has two questions. How do you start your pattern design process and what sparks the ideas for your pattern designs? And what things inspire you in designing a quilt pattern? Uh so as far as quilt pattern design, I came into that after the fabric design. Uh, I love it. I love working in, in, in EQ. Um, sometimes I'll draw, you know, I'll get graph paper and kind of draw ideas. Um, I mean, I just get inspiration from everywhere you want, but you want to know what the most is, is like, uh, tile floors. (laughs) sometimes or like is that crazy that no I was just gonna say we have been redoing these two <laughs> bathrooms and the day oh, twice it's been a process you yeah. guys for mom's bathroom oh, boy. fiasco <laughs> but twice we went into different two different tile 
and stone shops. Oh yeah, I forgot. In Las Vegas, and I got so much. I was snapping pictures <laughs> of different tiles. You guys, all was, moms knew quilt designs this fall are going to so, be inspired by by the I, tile shop. <laughs> mosaic, yeah, mosaic number one. Yeah. Mosaic dream. Oh, there's so it's many fun, so many fun ideas there. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, just like things, it comes, it doesn't even just come from traditional quilt blocks. Right. It comes from tons of different things. Right. Uh, and a lot of times what happens is I'll be designing in a queue and sometimes color placement makes all the difference. Right. You could have a traditional block, but the way you do color placement or how you design that block makes a totally different design right? Uh, or block, which is really cool because it tricks your eyes into seeing a different design. Right. So that happens to me all the time. I'll be like, oh, cool. Like, this is different. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and I am sometimes inspired by older blocks or other quilts, and I'll look at it and think, oh, I could change Me this or that about it. And so, yeah. yeah, I have a list in my phone when something like that hits, and I just type it in. Uh, and sometimes I will just write it on a Post-it note and stick it in a, um, a file. And then when I get ready to design the patterns for a new collection. Yeah, you I will, refer to it. Yeah, I'll kind of skim through all yeah. the ideas that I've written down. And then I'll start thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But the fabrics also inspire the patterns as well sometimes. Yeah, they totally do. Right. Yeah. I mean, the looks and feel of your fabrics, they have a huge impact on right. what you design. You know, right. a certain fabric collection may not look as good as another fabric collection in a design that you're doing. So, right. yeah. yeah, that so, happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and some of our collections have more colors than other collections. Right. So that affects it too. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, there, there are so many things, but I do, I think if you're thinking of wanting to design patterns, you should just start a little inspiration list for yourself and write down your ideas and yeah, just play around with it. And Definitely. yeah, and we have talked about it before. We both use EQ for our pattern design. Yeah. So, yeah. That program I think is great for any, I don't think like you would ever regret, yeah. you know, buying that program. Right. Yeah. It's fun. It's addicting. You'll be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could be on there for hours. So, right. I, you know, I have this thing where I'm not supposed to be working at night. And, oh, we know. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll go in and get on EQ and I'm like, well, that's not really work. I'm just having fun. Yeah. Right? yeah this is just fun. This so, is fun. Right. This is like coloring. That's like for me. And, you know, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm just coloring. This is adult coloring. Adult like, coloring. Yeah. Yes. So. And we, it was funny that this question came up because we are both getting ready to design more, more quilts yeah. right now for some fabric that we'll be sharing at the end of the summer. Yeah. Right. So I feel it's just one big, yeah. What is that ride? Yeah. The <laughs> merry-go-round or carnival. <laughs> yeah. Merry-go-round. The Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Billy. That's what I'm here for. The okay. Ferris wheel. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, guys. Ferris wheel effect. Right. No, in fact, I have one on my computer I want to show you before you leave today. <gasps> Already? So. Yes, one. So. Can't keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So number seven. Yes. How did do you get involved in fabric design? Do you have any pointers on getting into the business? And I'm going to just start with when I decided that it was something I wanted to do the piece of advice that I was given by somebody in the business 
was, um, and I just told her that I, I wanted to do this. And I think she was a little surprised, but um, gave me great advice. And she said, well, then you should start a pattern company because I hadn't yet started my pattern company. I had, at that point, I had already published my first book, I believe, or it was a, yeah, you had. in the works. And I was working on a second book, but um, she told me, start a pattern company. That is, the, and I really have looked back on that. And that really was a great way to get involved. Great advice. Because yeah. you need to be able to translate your fabric into patterns. And, yeah. and it's just a great way to get to know the industry and to get to know fabrics. Even mm-hmm. Because when you start designing patterns, I think you get a better concept of what a collection needs. Totally. Do do you think? Yes. And going off of that, I feel like because the pattern design came later for me, just because, yeah, my part in all this was so specific with the fabric design. Right. uh, I feel like the design process has gotten easier and I feel like I have evolved more as a fabric designer because I started designing quilt patterns. Yeah. And so they really do come hand in hand. And I, yeah, that advice is so valuable because I have seen growth, you know, as a designer right. in that area. So yeah, it really helps. Getting, I figured yeah. that you would say something like that because yeah. I remember initially I would kind of have to coach you a little bit more All about the time. different scales that we needed. Yeah. And now I don't have to. Chelsea knows that we need yeah. small scale and medium and large. Yeah. I feel like that came from designing patterns. Yeah. More than designing totally your artwork. Right. Yeah. And she totally did. Like at the beginning, you know, I just didn't see it in that way. You yeah. know, I wasn't viewing the fabric design, right. you know, in the sense of quilt pattern design. Right. And yeah, for a little while, I really did. I needed those tips and that input. And now it's just so much more seamless. And so I really see where uh, that has been so valuable, you know, for me. So how do you start a pattern design company then? Is, is that what it's called? Pattern yeah, design? yeah. Like, yeah, is yeah. it just as simple as an Etsy shop or? It, yeah, you make a quilt and you write the patterns. All the instructions. For it, all the instructions mm-hmm. and the diagrams. And um, and yeah, et- Etsy is a great platform. I think There's Etsy others. is a great platform. Yeah. You but, know, we could go all day into logistics and, right. you know, all the fees and stuff. But for me, Etsy has been, yeah. you know, a great source and yeah. company. So. So yeah, you ju- you just kind of jump in and do it. Just really. as simple as that. Then nothing, no, like I, legalities or paperwork. Is I, that you know? No. I mean, because you made it sound very simple. I just wanted to. I clarify. would say it's a lot of hard work. It, yeah. Well, uh, I, I figured yeah. that. You but have I to mean, do a lot of math like, and a ton of math, which is so funny because <laughs> I mean, mom knows math is not my favorite. Um, yeah. that's all we'll say about that (laughs) well i'm just gonna say really quickly guess who i saw at the post office a few months ago did you see i saw yeah robin fulmer and she was my high school math teacher (laughs) and she goes you know chelsea every time i see you i just think of the time your mom came pulled you out of school because you had so many missing assignments in my math class 
and she made you sit at home and do them all. And she's like, she is such a good mom. And oh. I'm like, you want to know what she is? And I use math no- now more than I ever thought I would. So did you tell her that you use it for your business? Oh, I, I didn't you go and have. I know I should, you have. should have thanked her. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Maybe I'll send her a letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But you guys, yeah, mom. She was, was a great teacher. Was she was an A plus mother. <laughs> well, she taught all four of my kids. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um, still one of her favorite stories ever. And you used to substitute for her, too. I did. Right? Yes, yeah. I used to substitute teach she for did. her. She did. So. Well, I, yeah. going off a little topic here, but that reminds <laughs> me of a story with her because she sent, when I was in her class, I, what, I think 10th grade or something, Right. she sent us home with a homework assignment, but she knew one problem was pretty much unsolvable for oh, anyone no. in the class. And so... I was I working on it, and then my mom started helping me with it, and then she got stuck on it, and she's like, wow, this is hard, and I, I was, I had finished everything else except that problem, so I'm like, whatever, I'm done, I'll, I'll miss that oh, one gosh. or whatever, but I got, my mom stayed up, like, pretty late, <laughs> really late, really late, <laughs> yes. past midnight, probably past one, midnight. two o'clock in the morning, working on this Mouth geometry problem, <laughs> yes. and then she, it was on the kitchen table the next morning, mom's like, here, just bring that and, sh- you know, show it that you have, that we've got it done or whatever. Right. And so that teacher, this. basically, we got to the point where working through the problems, checking our assignments, and then she's like, all right, number, whatever. If anyone can come up here and do this, you know, I got a prize for you or something. And oh, so I remember goodness. I just took my mom's work <laughs> and I went up to the board and I put it on the board and she was like, No. Wait, how'd you do? And this is like pre-Google. This is right. 2002. Yeah, totally. Right. So this isn't yeah. like kids now can pretty much Google any math problem and get the answer. No, I, I had it all written out. She looked looked at my paper and she just couldn't believe it. And I was, I, I gave in. I was like, look, my mom did this, but <laughs> I, you know, I did the rest. I really did the rest on my own. And um, after that, I think she, you were on her radar and she found out that you substitute taught. And yeah. She would always request you. So yeah, yeah, I remember that too. I remember being so excited, and you were sound asleep, and I, I go in your room, and I'm like, Billy, I got the problem. And he's like, I'm sleeping. This is so you. Yeah. Like this is like so, the definition of you. It's like oh there is no challenge you will not figure out. Like so, I, I guess to to go off that question too. Then, if you do want to be successful, then and you're young. Right now, still in school and yeah. at some point, take math seriously because yes. I guess math is um, important in this business, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Very helpful. Finish your math assignments, friends. Yes. <laughs> that is so funny. It's such a fun story. Oh, my goodness. I, for, I can't believe that we ended up there <laughs> from the, this, but that was fun. Uh, okay. So really moving on now. Okay. What is your jumping off point slash first step when you start designing a new fabric collection? Do you start with color? Oh, a color, a color combo, a specific motif, a general theme. Uh, Right now, it's always the color palette. 100%. I just told you right before we started this podcast, I'm like, I'm getting ready to design our next fabric collection. Uh And we always go over everything together. Uh, and I'm like, hey, I'm thinking of this colorway. And mom's right. like, oh, yeah, great. But let's tweak maybe these 
these colors. Let's right. look into that. Um, so and it color. was so fun because you you were immediately said I've I thought of that too. Yes. The, this, yeah. Yeah. I feel so. like when we're designing fabric collections, we're literally at this point where it's like we've we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Um, and then little tweaks will need to be made, but for the most right. part, I feel like we're always on the same page. Uh, yeah. which is really nice since, you know, we work together so much on these. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I feel like from there, uh, just, I mean, most of the designs are hand drawn and mm -hmm. it's, I was telling, we talked about this on a podcast earlier, um, this year, actually, sometimes when I'm frustrated from like quilting or right. the business side, I will sit down and just draw. And you actually mentioned, mom, you were like, I feel like that's when your best work comes out, <laughs> yes. like, you know, is when you're frustrated and you need a creative break from the other side of it all. Right. Uh, drawing or even doodling, may I say, has always just been like, it's always just something that I've always done. And so uh, color starts it all and then everything just you know, goes off of that. So, right. and then once you have the designs and I'm putting all of those, you know, I use the illustrator program with Adobe. Mm -hmm. Um, then it's just, you know, messing around and playing with repeats and, yeah. um, everything. So, and I love it when, when Chelsea shows me after she has maybe three or four prints designed and she'll show me those. And then, then my brain can get going and mm -hmm. think about, Oh, what do we, what do we want to put with this? Or uh, probably, my refrain that I'm always saying, we need another floral, <laughs> right? Every time Every she's time. like, don't we? And then she'll like rephrase it now because she knows like she, that I know she's going to say this, you know, we could use another floral. It would look yeah. really good with another floral. Like, right. you know, maybe a small floral or yeah. a medium floral. Right. You know, mom's all about those florals. I'm no. Like, Draw more flowers. Yeah. Or... There's a lot so. of times she'll be like, I don't really like that about this flower. You know, uh -huh. could we switch this or like, yeah. like one floral? Yeah. Yeah. We have, you know, lots of things that we'll go over with that. But generally, uh, the fabric design starts off with a color palette now. Yeah. And that just seems to be the most seamless way to go about it for us. Right. So then I don't have like a block, you know, I know. Right. Um, and if we decide to add a few more colors or tweak a few at the end, you mm -hmm. know, it's not a big deal. Right. So, yeah. And I feel like I just get inspired from Chelsea's beginning process that inspires me. And yeah. And then when we talk about it, I, it just, yeah, but it really does. We, we talk about the color palette and I think now more than ever, we're starting to think about, well, when is this collection going to release? Yeah, we do that a lot and now. What kind of palette is someone going to want to sew, sew with, with when that fabric when is that in releases. the store? Yeah, yeah, and and that has helped too because mm -hmm. you know people really are you know there's a lot of seasonal quilting going on at certain times of the year. There's a lot of you know different things, and so that does impact you know right. You know, are we leaning more fall? Are we leaning more spring summer? Right. So, yeah, for example, our our Sincerely Yours fabric is going to come out in August, September, but it's perfect because the fabric will work for, you know, the stitch pink sewing yeah. that people do in October. And also they can 
have project fabric ready for Valentine's yeah. Day. The reds are great for Christmas. Yeah. So and it's, it's all coming around that time. All so going to be perfect. available. And and also I think of like Corey Yorder's um, Cozy Up. Yes. We'll hit oh. the stores then. Fall will just be it's coming. It's so pretty. So yeah. I think a, a lot of designers do time their collections yeah. with the seasons. And just a note on Corey's Cozy Up. I love that she did a fall collection, yeah. but that still was so signature Corey Yoder. Yes. It wasn't, you know, because, you know, Vanessa Gertzen of Lella Boutique, she has those amazing fall lines, Yes, you know, and, but they look totally different. You right. know, Corey's and hers are very different, right? Uh, but they're both fall and they're both them, signature them, which right. is so cool. Like, yeah, sorry, just a little plug in for no, my friends. That's, because, that's great. I think um, that was a, a fun question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next one. I, I, th- I thought I have to answer this one because it's it's oh, a local kind of question. I don't think I've read this one before. So yeah. she said, I live in the Las Vegas area and wonder where is a great quilt shop to buy quality fabric and thread. I am also looking for a great long arm quilter to quilt some of my quilt tops. I've made a sunbonnet quilt top and I can't find someone to specialize the quilting top. I am not good at all with free machine quilting and I don't want to damage this applique quilt top. I appreciate any help you can give me and... This is a great question. Las Vegas, to my knowledge now, just has three yep. main quilt shops. So you have Quiltique out in the Henderson Green Valley area, and you have Christmas Goose, Christmas Goose. which is kind of on the west side of town. Mm-hmm. And then you have So Yeah, which is on the north side and of town. And they're newer. They're the newest yeah. of those three. There were a few other really great shops that unfortunately have yeah. closed since I started quilting yeah um but those are the three and they're all great shops with great selection I have shopped at all of them I Christmas Goose Andrea who is the owner she quilted some of my very early quilts so I I have a special relationship with that shop and I actually met my quilter's and friends, Marion and Val, in a class that I took there, a stitchery class at Oh, Christmas I didn't know Goose. it was a class. Yeah. Oh. It was a class. We were all taking this little class. And so, but Quiltique is great. Chelsea and I have been to Quiltique and uh, done a trunk show there, right? Didn't, didn't we both? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're great. They are, I would say Quiltique is has all the modern all the bright Mm, they have totally the bernina machines too yeah christmas goose has more traditional wool and Mm -hmm. some of the darker reproduction fabrics yeah but she also has a good selection of yeah i was gonna say a good mix of everything yeah but but um and so yeah has a, a variety mix uh, but yeah, if, if you're going to go for wool or some of those things, I think Christmas Goose would be your best bet. Yeah. And they're all great shops. And then I know for sure that Christmas Goose and Quiltique offer machine quilting. So you could check with them about your quilting. I'm not sure if so. Yeah, does that like they have such a big shop. I'm thinking they might. They might have it, but you could definitely check with all three of them. Yeah. And so see. which one of those shops would be closest to the strip? 
Closest to the strip would... Are they all pretty far out? <laughs> oh, I would say Christmas Goose. Christmas Goose. Probably, because really? it's out on Durango, so you could just head off Flamingo from the okay. strip out to D- Durango. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, whereas Quiltique is in Henderson, yeah. okay. so you'd have to take the 215 out So to... if there's any people that are planning on making a Vegas trip yeah. as it opens up here over the next year... yeah. That would be the closest shop anyone right. would want to visit. Yeah, Quiltique yeah. would probably be the next closest. And so, yeah, probably be the f- hardest to get to just because of the freeway system. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Now the you first, know all of the, you know. Yeah. There used there were... Um, different streets of Vegas. <laughs> a few stores in Las Vegas that were great that closed. And there used to be a really fun one in Boulder City that unfortunately closed, oh, too. Oh, yeah. It used to be really fun to take the drive out to Boulder City and see all the old town shops, and that that quilt shop was a fun one. But, yeah. So, and then the last question, last time our last question was about food. Yeah. So I thought, okay, we'll start this tradition with just a fun question at the end, right? Yes, and I love this question, and it's from my girl, Ashley. So, um, (laughs) Oh, is Ashley? Yes, yeah. It was Ashley who commented uh, this one on my Instagram. Love her. Um. So uh, nobody probably wants to know my favorite clothing store. They just want to know yours. <laughs> I, I like your clothes. So, okay. I like your clothes. Okay. So. so just because they're local, uh-huh. um, they're in Las Vegas, uh, but they do online. So you can Instagram shop from them, online shop from them. Uh, and actually when we were at Fat Quarter Shop, I was wearing a sweater from them and I got so somebody commented uh, they were like, where's your sweater from? Where's it from? Uh-huh. Uh, Lily was reading those questions. Uh-huh. Uh a uh, pink desert is one of my favorite clothing stores. Okay. I love them. Uh, so and I buy. Where are they located? Uh, they just opened up a brick and mortar. Oh my goodness! I dang it! I out by um like Northwest. You know, I don't know right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Maybe we can put a link. So I, this is your favorite online clothing store? Uh, no, no, no. I've been there twice. Oh. Yeah, twice. <laughs> no, I shop there too. Um, is is that where you think. were when you saw Camille? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's right next to um, a burger shop. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Mason was driving, not you. Oh, my goodness. You guys, I associate everything with food places. So... <laughs> All right. Well, tell me the food place. Let's try to know this. It was down. a burger shop, and it was really good. But you don't know the name. <laughs> Smash Burger. Maybe it was Smash Burger. Do they do salads? <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of those in Las Vegas. I'm so sorry. On guys. the live stream, we'll let you know where it's. Yeah, at, I guess, we right? will let you know. You want to yeah. know what? No, I am looking gonna... it up. Okay. Okay. While she's looking it up, yeah, I'll just tell you that is... I have no time to shop, so. I've been doing a lot of Stitch Fix, and it's worked great during the pandemic because where were you going to go shopping during the pandemic? Um, so I did a lot of Stitch Fix, and I did a lot of Nordstrom Trunk Club. <laughs> and, and that's basically, I haven't been to a clothing store or a shoe store in over a year. Everything I've done online from basically those two places so it is right off tropical parkway okay so on the north side Simmer, of town. next to cimarron village north okay so, um but next off to the home goods 215 and 
that would be like Durango out there, maybe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I got it, guys. Okay. I got it. <laughs> okay. I am so sorry about that. But okay. no, and they, she does, um, she has her own swim collection. Oh, okay. uh, So she has new swim collections. If you're looking for swimsuits right now, she has really, really cute ones. Okay. Um, sorry, that was forever. But <laughs> Love Pink Desert, I think they're one of my favorites. So, okay. I mean, there's a few oh, others. Yeah. Ruli, Bomi. Um, <laughs> there's another one like Shop Stevie. Sh- oh, you guys. You Shop like, Stevie right? is on Instagram okay. and she's amazing. She's based out of uh, uh, Northern Utah. Uh, okay. She's great. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just given all my, <laughs> my favorite. All online. your sources. Yeah. So those are a few favorites, guys. Yeah. I'll be sure to uh, be better about my locations, Billy. So, <laughs> so oh. oh, I loved that question. Thank you, Ashley, for yeah. that. So that was a fun question to close yeah. with. So yeah, yeah. So we'll just kind of reiterate that we will be having a live stream this Saturday, April twenty fourth at noon Pacific time, and we're gonna do kind of a trunk show. We're gonna show some quilts. Yeah. And you can ask questions live, right? Yeah, Billy will be able to see the questions and right. we can answer them right there on the right. spot. So, yeah. So, yeah. And then the next. Oh, oh well, I was going to say, uh, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, by the time people are listening to this, I just did like a little test run, but I didn't realize I went public. <gasps> and it, so I was only up for about 45 seconds, but like 40 people jumped no on really way. quick. And then I felt oh. bad. I turned it off. And then some people um, I saw ask questions like, hey, I saw there was a live stream. How do I watch it? Did I miss it? And, oh, and so, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so oh, that's good to it, know. And that. it also may not be the greatest live stream in the world um, we'll this learn. Saturday, but it's our first one. So <laughs> Yeah, bear you know, with us. Well, hopefully it'll be good enough and, and you can yeah. see their, their quilts. Yeah. yeah. And then the next regular podcast episode will be Monday, May 3rd. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So we're going to kind of inundate you with episodes here, right? That's like three weeks in a row. Is that? Yeah. Um, well, well, no, it'll be the end of this week. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. But May, May, there will be three episodes in the month of May. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, today was so fun. That was fun. It was love, fun. love the questions. Yes. Uh, love the fun question thing that we're going to do at the end. That is so fun. Right. So, so, yeah. So if you have any totally off topic questions. Yeah, we want to hear them. Then you guys. <laughs> we need a few more of those. I, yeah. I don't know if we have any more other than the snack that we did last time in the yeah. clothing store. So. I mean, never opposed to a food question. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, see everyone on Saturday. Hopefully. See everybody yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Thanks so much for stopping by.